Welcome back for another podcast episode. On Wednesday night, we held our third Property Styling Network event, and this time we were fortunate enough to have Jessica Vine from Vine Property Agents and Will Torres from Torres Property come along for an agent panel Q&A. So the podcast starts off with Phoebe doing a bit of introductions, and then we jump straight into Q&A. So enjoy. Welcome to our third networking night. It's so exciting to see everybody here again. Lots of familiar faces and still some new faces, which is awesome. Um, So for those new faces... um, just some introductions that I did forget to do on our first night, so I've remembered since. So I'm Phoebe. We have Jake somewhere. Oh, Jake in the back. Um, he's our removalist numbers guy slash husband. We've got Cody, who's our digital content guy slash brother-in-law. Um, and then we've got our stylist here as well. We've got Candy and Janessa as well here. Um, Cassie as well. She's not here tonight. But if you have any questions, don't hesitate to ask any of us. Um, just some quick housekeeping. Toilets just straight through there. Um, our number one warehouse is open. Go through. Don't wait for an invitation. You're welcome to have a look through. Um, Janessa's put on an amazing dessert grazing table tonight, um, which most of you already found, but she'll be topping it back up. And thankfully, Krispy Kreme's just opened up around the corner. Um, so... Um, So our networking series, basically we've designed the entire series um, to help inspire, educate and help us learn from each other. Um, It's a time where we can give ourselves some dedicated time to help learn from each other and really take um, heart in knowing that we're not alone in tackling all of the difficulties that can come with owning a small business. As a business are trying to break down the barriers of secrecy that do exist in our industry. Um, I think it's really well summed up in the Foxy, uh, in the event um, booklet that we have, the quote, um, that it is literally true that you can succeed best and quickest by helping others to succeed. So with that in mind, let's talk about tonight. I've been so excited about tonight's session. Every time I attend a consult alongside an agent, I learn so much. Whether or not it's how to refine my pitch, how to nurture a lead and really look after a client relationship, or even better, how to better um, sell property styling, I, I leave it totally inspired. So I can explain to a client how to position furniture, why it's critical to position the furniture in a way for uh, first impressions, for photography, I can give them numbers, I can give them our success stories. But when I sit there and I listen to the way a real estate agent talks to a client about us and about styling and the value that we can bring to a sales campaign, I'm blown away every time. I learn different ways, different um, ways of putting, phrasing it, different ways of approaching it for a client. So that's what I wanted to share with everyone tonight. We are really fortunate um, tonight to have two of our amazingly supportive agents um, to um, come here and do a Q&A panel for us. Um, together, we've styled over 100 properties uh, for these agents over the last two years. Um, we First up, we have Jess. So, five... and started her career in 2015 in Southside of Brisbane um, and two years ago she started her own agency buying property agents. Um, you've had experience from all, all levels, 200,000 up to 2 million so really excited to have you here. Thank you very much. You can take a seat. Take yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have Will Torres. So Will, um, as one of Queensland's top sales agents, he launched Torres Property 15 months ago, and since then he has sold over $117 million worth of property. Um, now with a staff of 15, uh, doing amazing things. So awesome that you could be here tonight. Thank you so much. And, um, all right, so the way that I was hoping tonight would go be a bit of a formal chat, Q&A, open up to the floor. So um, 
because no one likes to be the person that asks the first question. <laughs> I thought I'd do that. Um, I thought my paper that was organised. Alright, so basically, when I attend a consult, most of the time when you guys are sending us through leads, the, the clients are already convinced. Right, so you do most of the hard yards for us. And then I go in and I do the quote, do the, the chat, all that sort of thing. But the aha moment for the client, it's already happened. So the question, the conversation that you're having with the clients to get them across the line, is it an actual, do you see phrases that work time and time again? Or is it literally the trust relationship that exists there already for you? Look, I'm probably not that great with words and dialogue or anything like that, so I very much go with how I'm feeling, but also really what I feel the client needs, but also what's going to really best represent their property and get the best price. So I think a lot of a lot of owners really educated now these days, and they kind of expect it's going to be brought up, like do you stage, do you not? But I, I personally stage when I've sold before, and, and I'm just such a true believer that it does work. So it's kind of quite a natural conversation that just comes up yeah. and that I believe it would get them more money and then I give examples of what I've done. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question, Phoebe. Um, with my presentations, I go through a structure. So I start from uh, pretty much, you know, the market, presenta and presentations are always in my structure. So I always, I mean, how are you, buddy? There you go. <laughs> Um, so there's a structure, so I always, with presentation, I always add in styling. Yeah. Um, it's mandatory for me and all of my properties, and I recommend it. Um, and what the way I use it is I always make it, it we're affiliated with a, a styling company that works in conjunction with Taurus Property, and that's what I do to sort of really sell the stylists to come in and style or, or give a consultation to my clients, um, because I think it's it does make a difference in the value um, of, of the property. So for your clients, it's perceived that we're part of the team? Absolutely, yeah. 100%. For me, I always go on that structure, and I add that presentation in just to reiterate that it's part of the team yep. and part of the service that Taurus Property provides. All right. so, so when I've been to consults with you, I should really open up to the floor, but I'm going to extend on that. When I've been, for you example, Will, um, we've had clients where you've said, look, let's do the styling rather than re-carpeting, that's a better return on investment. Let's style rather than repainting an investment property because return on investment for you and modernising, it's going to be better. When you have phrase, phrases like that, do you find something, return on investment, obviously catchphrase, or it's just client-based change? Uh, it's both. I think it's both, definitely. Uh, you know, I get questions a lot where people say, should I renovate kitchens or bathrooms and invest 10, 15, 25 here and there? And I say to my clients, and this is the line I use, is I, I say to them, you can make this, pro you can modernise this property without having to spend tens of thousands of dollars in doing those renovations by getting the stylist coming in and dressing it up and hiding all of those extra things that need to be renovated. Because buyers aren't looking at what's under their feet, they're looking at what's ahead of them. We say distract. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, so does anybody have 
any questions that they'd like to ask Will or Jess? Donna, I'm going to repeat your question. Oh, so if okay. you want to... Cool, we have two more. Well, shall I shout? Okay. Sure. Thanks, thanks, thanks all in, uh, Jessica, for coming tonight. Great to see you out. My question is, as a startup company, what would be the do's and don'ts for me approaching agents? We think this can you all be up? It's more for, um, for the video. Yeah, and the live. Yeah. Um, I I think potentially call before you turn up. Um, I've had just just a, only a few people have turned up, and not that that's inappropriate, but I know that sometimes I can't give them the time or day. Um, but I think also like how we came across Phoebe and her company was. I asked a few recommendations around the real estate community, but also we watched a lot of her um, like Facebook, Instagram posts too. So it's probably maybe having a passive introduction first and then maybe calling the agent and just saying, do you have five minutes? Can I pop around? But I really would say, give a discount. Like I'm not sure about Will, but I know sometimes if there's a, like an incentive, particularly if it's going to save my sellers money, I'd be like, Hey, there's this you know great company. You know, look at Instagram, look at Facebook, um, but also they're doing a special at the moment. They're going to do a package half price, so maybe do an incentive yeah. to first get on board. So we haven't done half price. Maybe half price is too much. To us in that um, quite a period, an extra couple of weeks, weeks for free. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. eight weeks. Half price, yeah. Yeah. but some sort of incentive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, throwing you under the bus. And then, so for example, repeat agents will do a free bedroom, yes. but we have flexibility because we yes. own our own stock. Um, so yeah. So just in saying that, Phoebe's been fabulous. Where I've had owners that um, money might be quite tight. And I've gone back to her and just said, look, it's probably a little bit more, you know, she's, she's often thrown in things for free or she's swapped um, rooms for various items and spread it out. And that's been incredibly beneficial. And then a lot of the times the owners come back to me after they've actually seen the truck roll in, not just one person getting out, it's a number of people getting out. And they're like, we actually feel bad now asking for a discount. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, all, it's all about communication. Customer and service. So when we're, when we're changing prices, it's, it's changing armchairs to occasional armless chairs. It's yeah. switching bits and pieces around and explaining that to the clients that they, it's a perceived discount, but it's, it's changing bits and pieces from optimal to something that's still going to be beautiful, but just a bit different. I would agree with Jess, I think, with everything she said. So for me, for me uh, it's always been, um, with every stylist I've worked with, is communication, relationships, and I'll sell you to any seller. As long as I feel that there's the trust there and the relationship and the communication, you don't need to worry. I'll get the details. I'll, I'll say to my client, this person, this stylist will be calling you. Just be prepared on their call, just as long as it's being communicated. That's what's important for me because it's a service. Um, discounts and stuff like that, I don't talk about that. I don't think I've ever done anything like that. Person, sorry, sorry. No, just, and now I'm throwing you under the bus. Sorry. But uh, no, I, I don't. For me, it's about having just that relationship and knowing that they can trust me. And I don't see myself as a real estate agent. I see myself as an advisor because they're asking for my advice and what's going to get them maximum price. So Donna, with, with your question, because we were talking about it before we started, so 
to approaching agents for the very first time. Yeah. yeah? So we've had, I've seen it thrown around, uh, approaching you at an open home. Yeah. Coming up and saying hi at an open home. Yes or no? How do you feel about that? If it was a quiet open home, maybe. <laughs> but um, at an open home, I really want to focus my attention on the buyer and you know represent my seller in that way. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to give you the time of day if you came to an open home. I think it would probably be better if you could, yeah, literally send through maybe well, email, phone call first, and then just say, look, do you have five minutes? We've got this wonderful special two weeks free um, that we would like to you know, show you our work. With the opens, I would say yes. Um, sorry, playing devil's advocate here. Um, but the reason why I would say yes is not, not to have a conversation about the styling, but I guess just introduce yourself. See what styling is there starting out your business, getting an idea of who is the stylist, and I guess then introducing yourself very briefly to the agent, handing out a card and saying, hey, I'm a stylist for so-and-so, or you know, my, my business. Um, you know, I'm just having a quick look around, that's it. And then, I mean, and most agents, and the good agents will ring you for feedback on the property, and then you can give your two cents on what you think of the property and then have that conversation while he's, he or she is doing the feedback for the, uh, for the client to find out what the feedback is and what you thought of the home. Yeah, that's so, great. That's yeah. going to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be swamped at your open homes on Saturday. <laughs> Anyone else? No. No? All right, so I had pre-prepared some questions earlier. Thoughts on virtual staging? I don't like it. <laughs> I, I do it. Um, and and I'll, again, I'll just give you some examples. Um, I try and stage most of our houses, but just, just recently, I've got a couple of investors coming to me that they need to sell their units because the unit market has dropped and they're currently tenanted. So we have a strategy where we say to the owner, um, and please use this, we say to the owner, look, with the tenant's consent, we will pay for a removalist to physically move all their furniture into one of the bedrooms. Then we get our photographer to come in, take the photos, and then we put in the virtual furniture. So again, I would do this probably at a price point, like this is for more of that entry buying units, you know, that two, three, four hundred thousand that is tenanted and the client needs to have it sold. Um, so that's the time I'm using virtual furniture for that purpose too. And it gets people from my experience in the door. Um, it's gotten a lot better, but we use it as a backup option. We will always try and get it staged because it's all about that emotion when people walk in and fall in love with the furniture, although they think you know it comes from a place it doesn't, but they fall in love with it. So I, I use it on select times, and it's generally the units. What was like the trigger point for both of you when you went, no, nah, we're styling homes from now on. We're, we're not like yourself, we're not listing unless it's been styled. Or you like, it's, it's absolutely necessary. What was that penny drop there? Uh, the penny drop for me was, I think the difference of what I saw, I had an experience where there was a property on the market and um, it was, wasn't styled. And I saw the, what we, achieved for the price, and, and I was a little bit sort of confused why we got so, such a, a low price, 
and then we had another property which was a mirror image and we did style it and we got, I think it was like $45,000 more and that was just the deal breaker for me, like where, where I was just like, I'm now styling everything and I'm converted. Um, so yeah, from there I was just, I've been preaching it ever since and that's why coming back to the question about, you know, having those relationships with stylists, for me, I'll sell I can sell it. I, I know that I can sell a stylist to someone because when you're selling third party, it's so easy. Because when you're selling yourself and you're saying I'm number one and I do this, people don't care about that. But when you're selling someone else and you're selling that, they you can get the best price for them. They will listen. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it was the whole being able to get the client that extra Absolutely. as well. Yeah. Yeah, after that, I used that case study many times to a lot of my clients and, and I, I actually had before and after photos as well which make a big difference because visual does work, does work as well. And do you find that it's increased, this, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> do you find like it's increased your level of business? Absolutely, well? absolutely, yeah. definitely. I've, I, I think I've had people, maybe Phoebe you may have mentioned this, people have said who does Will Torres use for his styling? So because it just makes such a big difference in the way it looks online. I'm probably quite newer to the styling of homes. Um, I've done a trickle over the years and I've done them for quite, I guess, special properties, but, but as what Phoebe was saying, this is like my 14th year, but I sell all different levels of properties. Like I don't have one particular property, but um, I personally sold just, just a cheap investment property of mine last year and I didn't want to renovate it. I did the bare basics, but I knew I had to go with really luxurious styling which I did, and truly that got me such a dramatically higher price than I expected. And I had done a few before on other people's properties, but that just convinced me that firsthand, it does, it absolutely does. And we also track how, when we style a property on how quickly we sell it. So one to three weeks, I've always got a property under contract that's styled. And on other properties, it might actually take twice that too. But yeah, that was my main thing from a personal experience, but also buyers are very well educated in this market now. And I think sometimes they're a bit time poor, but they can't imagine a property without having the furniture in there. And so again, it's all that emotional thing. They're falling in love with the property based on the furniture too. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. I've got to add something. In my presentations, what I say, sorry, take them off. Um, in my presentations, when I'm having conversations with sellers and we're talking about the presentation and, and everything, you know, we've all, in our lifetime, we've always seen the block, right? And, and they walk into this room, they're doing rooms week, and there's, there's shit everywhere, right? Sorry. But there's like a mustard colored wall, there's like old carpet or the, you know, it's really old. They rip it up, they put new carpet down, they paint it, new light fittings. The three judges walk in and they say, oh, look what Phoebe and Jake just did. Love the painting. Look at the color, the contrast just comes out, brings this whole room to life. And I'm thinking, mate, they're not buying the painting. They're buying the entire house, the entire room. So that's something that I role play with my sellers. And I tell them that, and they go, you know what, that's so true, because that's what they do in these renovation shows. We owe a lot to the block <laughs> as an industry. They, like, the more that those shows have come on board, the more um, styling's been accepted. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see why you're up by it.
You're doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Alright, another one that I... Oh, yeah, Grace, go for it! That's why we're doing it! Um, when, you're, when you're talking to a client, have you found... Is there a... It's a bit of a random question, but is there like a ceiling for how much they are willing to spend before you have to try and push them to the next level? Is that something that you breach or is that... Or what, Phoebe? You, you pass on to, to Phoebe. So, for example, um, you've got a client and you're trying to sell them the, the benefits of staging but you know that it's going to come to about, say, six grand, but that you know that that's a, a, the next ceiling point for you, or things like that, or generally most people are comfortable about the three. Have you found that there's like that, I, I suppose, like a ceiling on what they, is generally they're comfortable with? I think for us, ours probably always sit in that maybe high 3,000 range, but again, it, it will vary too. Um, from my experience, most owners are comfortable to invest that amount of money too. Um, I think Phoebe's done, like, I, I had a sale at 1.9, and I can't even remember what it was. It might have been like, Barilda. Yeah, that, that was mid-space. I think it almost came to three, three, three and a half to four. Like, they are very well-priced. Um, uh, Foxy Home, very well-priced, but I find, yeah, I've used other um, companies where, it is quite a bit higher, and that's where I've had hesitation too. So I find at that, between the sort of three and a half to four, it's accepted. But again, I think a lot of owners are now looking at selling with the thought already in their mind, we need to stage. I think we're going to be asked about that. And they really have a pre-thought about pricing. Yeah. That's just from my experience. So that's adjusting things, doing master bedrooms only. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of partial styling for Jess. Um, so just working in with the client more so. Yeah. Uh, for myself, uh, I was trying to think. What was the question? <laughs> oh, the price range. I give a range. So I give a range between sort of, I say, like three and a half to five and a half. Um, but I don't get into conversations about pricing. So I then pass it on to uh, Phoebe or any of the stylists that, um, that we recommend. So I would, yeah, I never really give a firm price because I'm focused more on making sure that the presentation, really emphasising that, not really focusing so much on the price. Because I know that's always can always be a deal breaker for for some sellers, especially if they're working to a budget as well. So um, I let the stylists come in and work their magic and do what they need to do. But they, I mean, I always find that most clients come back, like sellers come back to me and ask me and say, "Oh, what do you think of this and that? And should we go ahead with it?" And I'm always like, "Yes, you need to, absolutely." different stylists than different furnitures that I've, I've seen, so I would definitely look at other stylists as well, yeah. 
I have looked at other stylists, but I've really found um, I pretty much exclusively go with Phoebe now. But I often, I think Will and I do it a little bit differently. I will sort of talk to the owner about the styling first and ring Phoebe for a quote and tell them that way. So I sort of have a budget already that I know they're willing to spend and do it. But um, again, I would just ring Phoebe and say, look, it's you know, a big old Queenslander or this is like a huge unit, like a two bedroom unit, it's huge. And I just then leave it actually up to her yeah. to decide on all of it. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. on to exclusively. No, you, but you do work differently though, because yeah, the discussion, I send the quote through to you, everything's yeah. through you. When I'm dealing with Will, it's, it's direct with the client. Yeah. Um, but there's, we've seen like Marion, Taylor Home Styling does a lot of properties with Will as well. Um, we've got completely different, like, style um, furniture pieces, like we've got overlap, but um, the different, the properties that we style, the end point are different. So we work in combination, so. Cool. All right, so can you describe a home to us that doesn't need styling? Because we would say every home needs to be styled. Everyone, well, everyone can benefit from styling in some form. Right? So can you describe for us a home that you believe doesn't need styling? Experienced sellers, where they've purely done up the home for, um, like that's a business, like, you know, rebuilds or renovations, but they've sold time and time again where they've literally got the furniture already. That, that's, that, that's what I've come up with a couple of times too. Yeah, but that's truly the only time I would say it's when someone who's potentially in the industry or they've had a lot of experience where they've had it done before and then they just mimicked it. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's easy. That makes that question really quick. <laughs> cool. All right. So, yeah, Leah? It just reminds me of a, um, I went to Mulaney up on the Sunshine Coast and without fail, every one of them said no, uh, but they, they weren't used to styling. One of them said, oh no, our, our clients have beautiful furniture. We don't need you. We have about 150 days average on the market. Okay. Okay. That was really interesting. It's received differently everywhere. It is. Yeah. It's making, styling is making its way, well, Absolutely. received much better than CBD. And, yes. yeah, and it's, it's, it's making its way. Donna? This is a, so this is a question on an experience I've just had with a real estate agent. So like I said, I'm new to the industry. I'm working with one agent. So I approached another agent. You sold a house on the street that I lived, rang you up, say congratulations on the sale. Just wanted to let you know I'm new to the industry. If you ever you know, want a quote, because I knew I've looked at them online, I know that, that he's, the, he's the principal. I know that most of them are new startups. So he said, yeah, great. He goes, I'll give you a call. And I was like, yeah, okay. Anyway, a couple of weeks later, he said, yeah, I'm getting this house. I'll give you a call when I get it. And a couple of weeks later, I didn't know anything. So I rang him and I said, hi, it's Donna. How are you going? Did you get the house? And he goes, yeah, I did. They're just having it painted outside. I'll ring you tomorrow. I was like, yeah, it's probably just probably the office. He has a million calls. Um, he rang me and I went to the property. I was so nervous. He was like following me around like a little lost sheep. And this house is massive and they just wanted, um, so a big, uh, I was telling Phoebe um, earlier, a big area stage and a massive bedroom. So he says to me, oh, ballpark, and I'm very new to the industry, right? So ballpark, top of your head, 
how much you think, and I was going, Christ, um, 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 I don't know, uh, three-ish, probably, um, around three-ish, because it was living room, dining room, study, another living area, and the master bedroom, and the bathroom. So I said, maybe about three-ish. He said, well, I can get it done for two, and I said, well, to be fair, if you can get it done for two, that's great. I cannot get anywhere near two for that, because I have third-party hire, you know, some of my stuff. So he, I said, I'll tell you what I'll do, I'll go home and I'll get you the quote tomorrow anyway. So a week later he rang me and he said, we did get another stylist in to get a quote and there was $50 in it. And I was like, okay. So now he knows that there was $50 in it. I didn't get the job, which I was sort of happy about because I've had shoulder surgery so I couldn't really do it anyway. Um, but, so he knows I was $50 in it and I think they said that eight, they said the stylist was offering eight weeks rather than six because I'm tired by the third party hire again. Um, so my question is, how quickly do you think I should bring him back? Say, hey, do you remember me? Anything else coming up? Because that's about probably about three weeks. So he knows that I'm in the ballpark. He's had a look at my website. He's had a look at my work that I've already done. So yeah, I'm just how soon do you think I should bring him and say, hey, anything else coming up that you'd like me to quote on? Did he sell that property, that was staged? Like, did um, I, I don't know whether it's sold, but I know that they wanted a lot of money for it. It wasn't sold a week ago, um, and it wasn't, well, it didn't have under contract. Under contract? Um, yeah, so. I would just ring him and say, you know, have you sold it? So find out, I would try and find out some yeah. stats for yourself, yes. and then yeah. very politely, like if it hasn't sold, maybe just say, perhaps we might need to use some different furniture, and that's where your value is why you're different, like why you're a bit more of a higher cost. Maybe just approach it that way initially to see, and then you can justify why you do actually have to mark up your price too. Well, very honest with you. Yeah, of course, of course. I, I would just keep, keep following up, absolutely. Us as real estate agents, we prospect, like I make about 50 calls every single day, every day. Um, I need people chasing me up if they want business from me. So, you know, otherwise I'm not really chasing other stylists up if I've already built that relationship. And I need that consistent follow-up um, to remind me, like, you know, mortgage brokers. And I've, I've had this conversation with mortgage brokers, anyone starting a business, I'm like, you want me to refer your business? You need to be contacting me and asking me for the business. Otherwise, I'm gonna forget about you because I'm chasing my prospects, my clients. I've got 50 calls to make, I've got 100 calls to make a day, religiously. So, I'm not really gonna be chasing mortgage brokers up. Thanks very much, Will, because I was a bit hesitant of, oh my God, I don't want to be seen as this desperate new startup. So, that's great advice, I will take that on board, definitely. If you show that you're hungry, and you really want it, and you become vulnerable, and you're asking for help, they will help you. Because there's good people in this world. And they will, they will see that you really want it. First time when Phoebe came and approached me when I was at Place, prior to starting my, my agency, I could see that she really wanted it and she would do whatever it, she needed to do to get my business. And I could see it in her eyes. When she, we sat down face to face, we were in that conference room at Place, and you were like, well, I'll do it. And it wasn't, I'm going to offer you a discount, I'm going to offer you eight weeks. It was none of that. It was just, I really want it. Give me a hand. Give me a shot. Someone a long time ago gave me a shot. And this is why where I am because of that. And I think it's the same thing with you guys. It's not coming across desperate. 
It's just you asking for the business and showing that you want it. But at the same time, there is a fine line. You don't want to overstep it where you're not calling every day or every week, but at least every, you know, fortnight say, hey, I'm here, just letting you know I'm here. And that's what I do on a constant basis. We all run businesses. I run my own business and I'm ringing these clients a fortnight. I'm asking for their permission. And when you ring, it's a little bit of prospecting. When you ring these agents, ask them, when is it okay for me to call you back? Two weeks, one month, six weeks, eight weeks, when would be a good time to come back to you and see how you're traveling? Oh, you know what, call me in, in. Give, me, give me two weeks, done. And that's what I do with my clients when I'm asking them, when is it okay when I can come back to you and give you a call? Thank you. Make sure you do it. Like, do it on the two week. Uh, you call. Yeah, I will. Yeah. You can ring me and check me. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the story that I, like, I tell when I talk about cold calls, because um, we ask all the time how we started out, and I made, I made call after call after call. And the story that I say, one agent that I met with and um, met with in the June, around July, and then got a job like well, two weeks later, and then that October we did 25. That's what. So it was pure, it was, it was calling, and I, I think the day that I called, well, I would have called at least another 25 agents that day, and we'll call back. And then communication and um, reliability for you, I, 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 I need to stay. I call back anyone who calls me, I call them back. Even if you don't leave a voice message, it's in my DNA, it's my, I don't know what it is, it's just, I've, it's so programmed in my mindset that even a missed call. And I remember Phoebe was doing Castle Dine. That's where you were staging. I think it was like those sort of areas. Was it Castle Dine? Like before? I really hadn't established myself okay. too much. But she was, because I, I remember asking her, I said, where have you styled? Like, where do you stage? And she was like, oh, Castle Dine. I, I've got a bit of an elephant memory, sorry. But I just remember it was something like that. And then, and then, oh, I don't know, it was somewhere, somewhere far where I haven't heard before, but she, she, uh, she came in and, and started like Camp Hill, Carindale, Karina, and she just started to more and more. And then I remember like Alex Rutterford, I think, started using you after yep. I'd use you in what, 25 style, uh, one month you did a lot? Yeah, in October, the, some months, we, we right now have, for you, we've got over 40 houses out. Like, so it's yeah, it's worth the cold calls. It's worth following up. But then every single time I was asked me to do something, I do it. I follow through. Because that's one thing I wanted to add. Um, with the service, I just provide fabulous service. Because Phoebe, I get shocked over this. I'm, I'm normally asleep. When I ring up and ask for a quote, she sends me the quote at like 9 o'clock or 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night. She'd be like... Jess, I'll get to you. I'll get that done to you today. And I'm like, no, tomorrow, the next day is fine. She, does it. she puts her kids to bed and then she does it. And as I said, I'm like literally asleep. Like, it's that service. I'll if I don't do it. <laughs> but even it's when, like, I remember calling you on a Friday and I'm like, I need to have an install on Monday. Can you do it? And it was just, yep, done. And, and like, that was um, obviously a pressure from our end, but... Her service has been fantastic, but also all of the team at Foxy, they're just such a pleasure to work with and very easy, like nothing's a problem. That was our value add for without having to affect price, like without having to bring down our pricing, without having to discount, without having to do 
half-price installs. That's, that's our value add, and that's what's important when you're starting out to find the value, where, where you can add that value without having to discount. Um, but it's not about us, it's about stylists. <laughs> so, um, social media. Oh, no, Leanne. Sorry, just, no, no, be, no, just before we continue, with your cold calls to real estate agents, do you talk to the receptionist or do you actually pinpoint each agent in that agency? Agent. To the agent. So yeah, you, yeah. you look online, you find the agency and you see their team and you call each one in yep. the team. Yep, okay. and I, I record it. I know, I know Jess's kids. I know her EA. I, I, I know Mitch. I, I, everything. I know she went to the snow because I'm a bit of a social media stalker. <laughs> like... It's really important, the client relations side of things. I hopped off the phone and told everyone how scared of heights you are. So, <laughs> like, the client, just it's having that conversation straight off the bat. And to be honest, this is the first time I've met Jess. I've never met Jess face to face. Never. So, it's, she's met the team, but, and I met Kirsty, her EA, but I've never met Jess. And that's thanks to social media. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. Sorry. Go, Kim. Oh, we. We so we built. We hired to fill our gaps, and we've just gradually gotten bigger and bigger. Um, but the thing, so the thing with the difference in the properties that Will and Jess can bring us that we have, we did one for Will Industry. It was an old style property. Um, it needed old, old style stock, like old style. We don't have any of that. So that's where we use higher stock to fill because you can't dress it up as a lamb. Yeah. So it, we, and it, it's had a great outcome. Lots of partial. So we just build our stock as we go. Yeah. So, so you're a hiring. Yeah. Hiring yeah. But we wanted more control, so that's when we started buying our stock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's okay. I'll answer that in more later for you. Um, so, question, social media. You do a bit. Torres probably doesn't do so much. Yeah? Oh, Kirsty does an amazing job. <laughs> so, but, so we obviously do a lot of social media. Um, and hand in hand, I think real estate agents, property styling, we have a very similar audience. So... Do you see the value to start with? To can you tar in targeting potential buyers, potential sellers, and moving forward, will you be embracing it, using it more? Can you see it using it more, basically? Um, I, from my experience, like I don't do a lot of it. Um, Kirsty, my assistant, actually does a lot of our posts, and, and we are a very small boutique agency. Like it's just myself that sells. Like we're very small, um, but <clears throat> excuse me. I've actually had a couple of properties referred to me from like social forum, like on Facebook, like community groups, where like the local hairdresser had said, you know, go with Jessica from Vine Property down the road. And like, I was blown away. I'm like, I've met this lady once for five minutes and she's put my name out there. And then I've got other people doing that. So um, it's probably an area that I haven't focused on a lot, but I'm trying to do that. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it's an area where you can get more, but it, what we said, we, we started, well, Kirsty did, we kind of stalked your Instagram and Facebook and got familiar with it. And I think we already had made a decision just by looking at you first before actually contacting you that we liked it. And then once we spoke to you, it was just easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That was good. That was good. Um, for me, yes, I need to do more social media. Um, and I don't do enough of it. 
Um, but I would say for anyone starting a business, perception is greater than reality. So I would definitely say for you to get onto the social media scene, get out there, really put a lot of contents out there about your styling. Hey, even if it's the same property and you do posts over the next seven days and they look like different angles and maybe different areas of the home, might look like you staged seven properties. You don't have to be putting down the address, just talk about one particular item because it will then breed confidence from other agents and other people that are looking at your social media page, especially if you need to get, you know, started. Thing that will change your mind on keeping a particular stylist? I'm going to take very particular attention to this answer. I'm probably, I don't want to say I'm stuck in my ways, but when I like something, I stick with it. Um, but again, it, it's all about that service. Um, I think you'd probably have to really win me over. Um, not win me over, that's probably the wrong thing, but when... We yeah. find that when we, an agent starts using other stylists, it's, yeah. we, not that we, we find when someone reaches out to us, their existing stylist hasn't been able to do the install the next day. Um, they haven't delivered on their word, they've done, it, it's basically they're getting too busy. Yeah. Generally, that's what we're finding. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also for, what, what I really, and I know I've repeated myself, so I apologise about that, but... It was the value for money, which Foxy was be able to provide to. Um, and it says, I do sell properties of all different price points, but a lot of properties that we're staging are more the houses, and, and they're selling as cheap as mid-fives to you know, over a million. But, but I just found, I couldn't fault their service. It was quick, it was like that. So um, would I change, maybe? Maybe not at the moment, but um, <laughs> certainly I would, not, I would not be... Not so much looking into that. No, 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 no. It's a good question. Yeah, it's a tricky one, and I don't have the right answer for that. I probably need to think more what I do. So I'm going to... Thanks, Jess. Uh, communication. That's it. It's, it. No deals, no free staging and stuff like that. I mean, Phoebe's offered me some some of the time, like sometimes, I think, not a lot, very few, when it was like, oh, we'll do eight weeks instead of six weeks for like... It's only it during was winter. For like, during yeah, winter we offer. during winter. And it was like for a month. And I was like, oh, I didn't even ask for it. Um, but for me, it's... That's it. I mean, because I'm, I know I'm a good communicator with my clients and you need to be in real estate. I mean, how many people actually, when you go to open homes, how many agents actually ring you back? I'm sure 70% of you will probably go, don't hear from the agent after I've gone to the open. You'll hear from me on a Sunday after you come through on a Saturday. But that's just my work ethic. So I would say that's it, communication. Yeah. Jake was waving his hand before. Are you waving at me or waving because I'm time or you want a question? No, Mum? Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. <laughs> Out of questions myself. <laughs> I was hoping there'd be more. Um, all right. So did we just want to wrap it up then? That's it. Thank you so much for coming. It's been. Thank you. Yeah. It's,
the support has been great. Thank you so much. I, we've um, recorded it all, so hope, any other questions? No, we're done. All right, <laughs> <laughs> one suggestion. Um, this lady here, when you were talking about you're new to the industry, uh, again, I don't do a lot of this, but I've been told to do it. But take lots of photos now tonight and then post it all over your Instagram and just say, you know, been to this amazing styling event, you know. So again, it's showing that you're networking, you're out, and that, um, you know, you are a stylist and you do this. So yeah, take lots of photos Thank you. now. That's a great idea. Happy thanks. There's a question at the back there. <laughs> Henry, With the fees, there is a race to the bottom. And I'm sure everyone is agreeing with the race to the bottom with cutting fees. With respect to outsourcing furniture, you can't actually discount on furniture hire. So what you're actually requesting as an agent is the stylist to take a hit on their time for dollars. Now behind the scenes, a day to select, a day to install, a day to pack, and a $500, maybe $1,000 fee on top of what they've charged the client for the furniture. So the elephant in the room is um, how much lower can they go to get the business? And my question is, do you ever offer a discount on your commission to get the staging over the line so that the stylist actually can put food on their table. That is a really good question because truly I didn't pick up there was an elephant in the room. Um, sometimes I'm a little bit slower with those things. <laughs> no, but I under, yeah. Um, when I said before about a client asking for a discount with Phoebe, I think that's probably happened like once, two, but when I keep referring that Phoebe's pricing is really affordable, but it's it's probably coming that the people that I'm dealing with at the moment have got targets they've got to meet financially as well too. So I've never gone and said, can you drop your fee by this and that? Um, but I've... Discounts isn't the word I'd use. Yeah, it's I it's like we... I said, we've changed, I've changed up. I've gone from armchair to armless. It is a switch out of furniture. Yeah. I've presented ideal quote front up. Can we adjust it, please? Yeah, the budget's a bit too high. That's not a worry. We'll yeah. switch it out. But just as long as you're aware, it's not our ideal scenario. Yeah. Our percentage on top, generally, Jake can correct me, 30% on top, non-negotiable of our higher fees. We base that off our higher costs at the start and non-negotiable on price from day one. Yeah. So that was really important for us. And like I said, all our values, value adds have come yeah. in, flexibility, payment terms, for, that, for a client to extend their payment terms, that's done at a premium. We don't do it at the same price. So all that sort of thing, it's not discounting. Discount's not the word I'd use. But yeah. you're it, it, it it unaware tweaked. of that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I suppose I'm just looking at the equity of it all. Uh, a million dollar home, a 30000 dollars commission, and a thousand dollar fee. Yeah. To the agent yes. and five hundred to the stylist. Yes. And the stylist work has gotten you the commission. I'll answer a couple of things. Yeah. 30,000, that's based on a 3% commission too. As I said, I'm a very small agent, but commission is flexible. I wouldn't actually charge 30,000. I would charge quite a bit lower than that. 
Look, my, and I'm full happy to disclose, my commission rate will vary depending on price point, but anywhere from 2.2% inclusive of GST, a maximum up to a 3% at times, but on average it would be about that 2.5%. Now, I'm not sure about will, but of course, I have discounted commission, I'm open to it, but 80% of my work is past clients and referrals. You know, they come to me, but I really look after them on their feet. I want everyone to have very much a fair um, outcome financially too. So for me, it's not about the commission. Yes, I've got a family, I've got to feed, but it's truly getting the best result for my client, but making it at a price point that they're comfortable too. stuck with Phoebe is that I had had someone in the past, beautiful furniture, like you could not fault that, but I'd ring up and it was always a wait period. So that was what it was. And I, I'm a lot of times with, with my business, I'll have someone ring me up and say, can you come over tomorrow? I want to sell. So sometimes we like, you, you know what's happening in the future, but a lot of times it happens very quickly. So then you've got to go and ring the suppliers and say, look, I've only just got this today. They want to start you know, in two days' time, are you able to stage it? So that's just why. I think that on that though, and I appreciate that, I really do. Um, I don't know if you can help to do an industry, but having a broad view of how we all work, you yes. know, like, I mean, for myself, I was never able to, I mean, it's now bringing 48 hours around. Um, I don't know how you're going to do it. But, you know, like, I think, I want to know as a stylist that you're not just sort of, um, selling, styling as a $3,800 package, um, that's a two-day turnaround. It's, we're all helping each other, all agents have a, a variety, like a wide view. Yes. That styling is not that easy, or it's, you know, it's just a variety, like it's a range. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Does Hundred percent. I mean, for me, and Phoebe mentioned before, Marion from Tailored Home Styling. Um, I've used her before as well. I still use her actively, and I'm happy to say that. And you know, for me, it's just if you are making constant communication with me, and you're showing me that you want it, and I see that you do really good work, I'm going to use you, and I'm going to promote you. hundred percent. That's just what I. That's how I run my business. Everyone runs their business a little different. And I support the stylist and I'm not hitting them up. Not once am I talking about discount. No way. 
if the client is sitting in front of Phoebe or Mariam or anyone else that I've used here before and they say, I want a discount, that's up to them because the clients sit in front of us and they say, can you get a discount off the commission? And do I, uh, do I say no? Yeah, 90% of the time I say no. So, but I never promote that if you go with the stylist, you'll get it at a cheaper rate. No way. But that's me. Pleasure. Evident with the real estate agent how long you've been in the industry and how many properties you've styled? Did he specifically ask you those questions? I, or she? He, he probably didn't. There. Only tell someone what you want them to know if they ask the question. When you I don't need to put it out there. Pleasure. When I had my chat with Will, it was us and the team and we. It was never me. I, I was just me all the time, but it was us and we. And it's... Anyone who owns a property, you call an agent in and the agent goes, hey, I've just got into the industry a month ago. I've sold not one property, can I be your first? What do you think they're going to say? They're sure if you do it for 1% or 0.5%. Good point, Will. Thank you, that's a great point. No, pleasure. I think at the end of the day, I mean, yes, to reiterate, Phoebe did come in and she said we and we do this and that, and she sold me on it. Um, and I believe, wow, done a lot of styling. As I said, I never saw anything on this side of town, but I did ask her, but she showed that she wanted it, and she followed up, and she followed through, and she got the business, and that's why she's got 40-odd properties that she's styled for me in the last month or two or whatever. In the industry of real estate agents in Sydney right now, they're cutting their comm. They've dropped it down to 1.5%. Between 1.5 and 1.8%. Now, their medium sale price in the city of Sydney is probably about $3, $4 million. That's a medium sale price in Sydney. You know, us as agents, it, you know what? It's not the clients that are cutting their commission. It's the agents that are cutting their commission and the other ones and the other agents are following because they can't win business. 
And I mean, I've walked away from people that have gone, I'll do it for 2%, go for it, go with that, go with that person. Because um, I know the value, and hey, look, I mean, yes, I, from time to time, yes, I'll cut my commission, but I try to do it very, very small amount. Um, and try to show them the value that I can add. And really, as Jake was saying, it's not the agent or the client in your business, it's the stylists that keep cutting their costs and everyone follows through so they can keep up with the, with the race or with the pack. Yeah, because I could have went back to that agent and said, okay, I'll do it for two grand, but I'm not in the business to drive everybody else down. You know, so I would never do that. You know, but I could have gone, yeah, I'll do it for two and not made anything on it. So. No, in Sydney now, agents are pushing 2% commission. They're pushing 2%, they're pushing 2.2, 2.5% commission just to come back up to where it should be. I mean, the standard REIQ rate before it was deregulated in 2014 was 2.75%. And now agents are doing 2% in Brisbane, which is nuts. And it's not the clients, it's the agents that are dropping and then everyone else is following. And I wish that I would, I'm wanting to put something like this for estate agents within Brisbane to keep working together, but keeping our fees high for the value that we add. Not all agents and not all stylists are the same. I've, me personally, I've sold 120 properties in one year. Uh, as Phoebe mentioned, 117 million in, in my first year of opening up Taurus property. And the reason why I say that is at the end of the day, if all agents were the same, they would all be doing the same number of deals, the same number of sales. They don't. Same with stylists, but you've got to know what, you, what value you're going to be adding to that and keep it, keep it high. It's good to hear that because there's lots of conversation in our industry about pricing, about undercut, like particularly from southern states. I know in Brisbane too, but the forum's listening to what's going on, so it's really interesting to hear that you've got the exact yeah. same problem. Yeah? No, it's okay. If in the states, the benchmark for staging is 1% of property value. So if it's a $500,000 property, the clients are told to expect to pay $5,000. If it's a million dollar property, they expect to pay up to 10. We're not at that stage yet, but we will get there. Um, last week, I had one client who said, can we have option two for option one price? <laughs> I actually responded and said, unfortunately, that's the best price and I the agent, and I copied the agent in, and the agent got back to me within five minutes and said, Good on you for sticking to your guns. Yeah. I said it nicely, I said it really politely, but that was the best we could do. So I think we need to, I don't know what we need to do. James is over and over. People are just addicted to discounts. They are 100%. Yeah. They're just, they, it, it's worth asking the question. I'd ask the question. The painter came in, I'd say, Can you do it better? Yeah. And I mean, like, I would. So I understand what people ask. Cool. All right, so we might wrap up.